Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips. Normally I'm joined by Jeff Torrey here, but tonight it's just going to be a solo show. Jeff is out. So I'm going to go run down through some of the week three games, try to get the best performances, what I saw to give you my opinion on everything. Before I do that, make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram. We're Fantasy Football Profit on there. If you want to support the show, you can go to iTunes, Apple Podcast. Give us a five-star review. Definitely helps us out. You can also go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash fantasyfootballprofit or our YouTube page, youtube.com slash fantasyfootballprofit. So I might as well start it out with a game that just ended up, Detroit, New England. As a Detroit fan, that was a, definitely a shocking performance there 26 to 10 lions i don't know what this means about the patriots they don't look very good but it is early in the season this has happened before to them right now though brady 133 yards and a touchdown definitely a disappointing game because a lot i mean he was ranked up there for my i think i ranked him one first this week in quarterback rankings because he's going against the lions who hadn't been very good on defense i expected brady to be able to throw the ball around and he just wasn't able to gronk four for 51 Hogan, three for 31, another disappointing game for Hogan. Just not much there. Sony Michelle did get 14 carries. He's definitely the lead back right now. 14 carries, 50 yards. White had four carries. Burkhead didn't get a carry, got two catches. He's just not involved at all. You can just release Burkhead to the waivers at this point if you still have money roster. He's not worth anything. Michelle, on the other hand, if he's going to be getting this kind of split as the lead rusher, yeah. Throw him on your – definitely, if he's still out there on waivers, he should be on your team. And It's interesting to see if Patriots go forward with him getting all the work. They, but they all, it's not going to matter if this offense plays like this. It's just it's a bad game all around for them. Stafford on the other end, 262, two touchdowns. Pretty typical Stafford game. Nothing crazy there. He spread it around, though. Tate, 6 for 69. Galladay at 6 for 53. Got the touchdown. Jones at 4 for 69. Got a touchdown as well. So solid. That's going to kind of be what I think you're going to expect from those three going forward. It's going to be spread out between them. Galladay still looks good, but it's going to depend on touchdowns who's going to get them in the games. But all, all of them are playable. Just not maybe Jones isn't going to reach the level he did last year. Tate, he's going to be safe, but not uh, not really wide receiver two material quite yet. But definitely could probably put him in a flex. Carry on Johnson, 16 carries, 101 yards. The rookie looks pretty good. He did split carries with Blunt. Blunt had 16 as well. But if he's able to get 15, 20 carries a game, I think he's going to be very useful here. So a really nice game from carry on there. Move on to some other games here. I'll go to the Dallas-Seattle game. Seattle was able to get the 24-13 win. Didn't really know. Their offense still doesn't look great with Wilson only 192 yards and two touchdowns. And Chris Carson just has a stranglehold in that backfield right now. 32 carries, 102 and a touchdown with Rashad Penny only getting three carries. It's Chris Carson's backfield right now, and that's probably how it's going to be going forward. Penny's can just be be stashed on the bench if you want. I'd still probably stash him if you're in a deep league with a deeper bench. If you're not, if you have a short bench in a 10-team, 12-team league, you might he, he could find his way to the waivers. So, yeah, don't hesitate to do that. Lockett, four for 77 and a touchdown. Pretty solid game there in Baldwin's absence, but that's about it. Brandon Marshall, two for 30. Not really getting the job done there. Dallas, I mean, Zeke's great. 16 carries, 127 yards. He's he's great. He's going to be great. But there is nothing to throw the ball to. There's just not Beasley, 3 for 46. You're not using any of these guys. Gallup, 1 for 17. Hearns, 2 for 22. 
just those guys are completely useless right now. Throw, they don't need to be rostered in most 10 and 12 team leagues. And Prescott, 168 yards, touchdown, two picks. He's not. He's not startable unless you're in a two-team, two-QB league right now. There's really, really no use for him. It just, it's been like this for most of the year. Dallas doesn't look good. He has no one to throw the ball to. It's tough. Chicago gets a 16-14 win over Arizona. Not much offense for Chicago really either. Trubisky, 220 and no touchdowns. Again, not very usable right now. Howard got 61 carries, 61 rushes off 24 carries. Took him a lot of carries to get to that 61. He did get a touchdown, so he made it a very solid, you know, game for you fantasy wise. He didn't look great doing it. Cohen five for 53. Trey Burton had the most catches or most yards on the team with four for 55. Gabriel led him in catches with six. Robinson only had three for 50. It's again, it's Robinson's not getting the amount of work you would have hoped for. Burton really hasn't become that tight end one a lot of people were hoping for. I mean, myself included. We saw the potential there, but it's not happening yet. But I'm still going to wait and see if Trubisky can turn it around. The team itself is doing okay. They got another win. But Burton, with the tight end position like it is, you probably still can play him. Over in Arizona, Bradford finally got pulled there in the fourth. He had 157 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. David Johnson can't get anything going on the ground, 12 for 31, but at least he got that touchdown reception, but 4 for 30, just not a lot there. And Larry Fitzgerald, that's the real disappointment, two catches, nine yards, has not done much this year with Sam Bradford. Maybe if it's Josh Rosen going forward, that can change. His fortunes will get a little better. Got to hope so if you're planning on using him as your wide receiver too. It's not happening right now, but Christian Kirk looked pretty solid, 7 for 90. Looked like a good player out there. If he's out there on their waiver, your waiver wire, I think he's a pickup right now. Go find Kirk. Maybe not throw him in your lineup yet, but wait and see what happens with Josh Rosen. If Rosen does get the starting nod, maybe that improves Kirk, and he's an interesting add there. Rams get the 35-23 win over the Chargers. Goff looked really good in this one with 354 and three touchdowns. Gurley did like he normally does. 105 rushing, 51 receiving. Got a rushing touchdown, looked great. Robert Woods was really good in this one, 10 for 104 and two touchdowns. Cooks was great too, 7 for 90. Keeps going, but Woods is the was the lead this one. And Cup was also able to get a touchdown, 4 for 71. So you got three receivers you can use here. I still, personally, I like Cooks the most out of the guys. But Woods is going to have some big games like this, so it's nice to see. For the Chargers, Rivers, solid outing, 226 and two touchdowns. If you used him, it's a solid game. He does this a lot. This is pretty typical for him, but it's nice to see Mike Williams with those two touchdown grabs, four catches, 81 yards. The real disappointment here, though, was Keenan Allen. Only got three catches for 44 yards. He just disappointing game, but you kind of thought maybe that was going to be the case with this Rams defense, but it went to Williams instead of Allen, so he should bounce back. I'm not too concerned about that. Gordon, good game, 80 yards rushing and a touchdown. Two, only two catches, four yards. Didn't get quite as much this week receiving the ball, but Gordon's always pretty solid. Austin Eckelar, who some people are starting to put in lineups this week, didn't do a whole lot, 47 yards rushing, 24 receiving yards. So we'll see if he continues to be used going forward. I still don't, I don't feel comfortable with him in my lineup at a flex. I know some people were starting to do that, but I'd keep him to the bench. Eagles get the 20 to 16 win over the Colts. Wentz's first game back, 
a little bit of struggles. He's going to get better as you go forward. No, not concerned about that. 255 touchdown, you know, through one pick, but he's going to be fine going forward. Corey Clement filling in for JJ, 16 for 56. Smallwood at 10 for 56 and a touchdown. Hopefully JJ gets back, especially <laughs> I'm a JJ owner. I want to see him get most of the carries. I think he's going to be, I think he's clearly better than these guys. So if he comes back next week, he should get the bulk of the carries and hopefully that will help the offense overall. Dallas Goddard had seven for 73 and a touchdown. He's definitely eating into Zach Ertz workload. This is a, a little bit of a concern if you're an Ertz owner and you're expecting last year's numbers. He's going to be a very solid tight end one start every week, but top three like he was last year, it's not, it won't come as easy right now. Five for 73 today. Nelson Aguilar, four catches, 24 yards. Not what you were hoping for with this matchup without Jeffrey there yet. You're expecting bigger things. It just didn't happen. Andrew Luck, struggling a bit yet. 164 and a touchdown. I hope it gets better going forward. The more comfortable he gets again, just like Wentz. These guys should be fine. But if you did get Luck hoping to you know, really get some big numbers this year, you're not quite getting them yet. The running game just was non-existent today. Wilkins, six reset or six carries, 19 yards. Hines, five for 18. No Marlon Mack this week, but two to three games this year, these guys have gotten a chance to just take this job from Mack, and it's not happened yet. So Mack's going to probably come back next week, and it's just going to be a split backfield. So you're just, you're just staying away from all three of these guys. Hilton, five for 50, kind of a disappointment, but you're still playing him every week. He's going to be fine. Ebron, five for 33. A lot of people picked him up, played him this week in hopes that without Doyle, Ebron would continue his touchdown streak, maybe get some more catches. Didn't quite happen for him. Brian Grant, 3 for 35 in a touchdown. Decent outing for him, I guess. Uh, not much there, though. Carolina, 31. Cincinnati, 21. Cam Newton threw two touchdowns, only 150 yards, but what he does is get two rushing touchdowns for 36 yards. Becomes easy start every week, just up towards the top because of his rushing ability. It's always going to be there, but it's great to see Christian McCaffrey, 28 carries, 184 yards, getting it done on the ground. No touchdowns this time and only two catches for 10, but McCaffrey, he's getting to that running back one territory with the way he's been playing. Funches four for 67 and a touchdown, the only other real option there for Carolina, but McCaffrey's the story there. He's a top 10 guy right now for me. The way he's been playing, he's easily up there. Cam Newton, easy top five for me at this point. They're both playing great. Cincinnati without... Joe Mixon, they gave the ball to Geo 12 times for 61 yards and touchdowns. So if you used him, you got definitely, definitely a useful game. But Dalton there, he had first you see the first stats, 352 and two. Should be a great game, but four picks doing some. This is what Andy Dalton does. He looks good at times. And other times he's throwing these picks around. So disappointment there. AJ Green without went out with a groin injury. He says he should be fine. Looks like they don't expect him to miss any time. He had five for 58, but in his absence, Tyler Boyd, six catches, 132 yards and a touchdown. Boyd looked good last week. This is a guy who he's in his third year. We've talked about this before. Me and Jeff have about third year wide receiver breakouts. Maybe this is what Boyd, I think this is going to continue. Maybe not six for 132 level, but he's going to be a very useful player here. He's only 23 years old. This guy's just going to keep getting better. And Tyler Eifert, it's good to see. The work there, six catches, 74 yards. Maybe he's getting into it a little bit more, get better and better, Get start to use Eifert there. It's nice to see coming from him. A talented guy who's hopefully getting over those injuries for once. Washington with a 31-17 win over Green Bay. Kind of a bit of a surprise. Maybe I mean, not a surprise that Washington could win this game, but 
that they won by two touchdowns relatively easily. And Adrian Peterson continue. He looks really good. Last week, I know, wasn't wasn't a great game, but he looked good week one. This time, 19 carries, 120 yards, and two touchdowns. Peterson is easy running back too. It's I can't believe he can. He's still doing it though. He looks like a he looks like a really good player. Alex Smith, an okay outing. He was usable. 220, got the two touchdowns. Jordan Reed four for 65. Crowder four for 39 and a touchdown. Yeah, he got the touchdown to help him out, but still not as much work as I would have hoped. But they're gonna rely on Peterson here. Thompson was the disappointment for you if you were using him. Six carries, 17 yards, only one catch, no yards. That's what's going to happen with Thompson. He's going to have some big weeks. He's going to have some down weeks. You never know when they're going to be. That's why I'm not terribly comfortable with him. Sometimes you got to use him, though. I'm just, it's game to game. It's going to be different. Aaron Rodgers, 265 and two touchdowns. It's just a, it's an okay week. It's not one of his big weeks. The team overall, just not much going on there. One of the touchdowns went to Adams. The other one went to Allison. Cobb, he just not a good game for Randall Cobb at all. Four for 23 with the fumble, some drop passes. Not a good effort for him. Jimmy Graham, five for 45. Aaron Jones led the team in rushing attempts in yards, but it was only six for 42. But again, he looks like the better back. We've said this all along. When he came back, he would become the main guy. It didn't happen today just because they didn't run the ball. But I still think going forward, Aaron Aaron Jones is going to be the lead running back here for the Packers. And I expect it to be better than this. This is just the Packers will be better. Hopefully Rodgers gets a little healthier and can you know do a little more. I think right now that knee injury is affecting him a little bit. Falcons and Saints. The Saints win in overtime in a shootout here. If you had either one of these quarterbacks in this one, you're loving loving week three. Ryan, he had five touchdown passes with 374 yards. Breeze, three touchdown passes, 396 yards, but he ran in two of them. Just a huge game. But the big, probably the biggest story from the Falcons is Calvin Ridley. The rookie in only his third game, seven catches, 146 yards, and three touchdowns. Matt Ryan loves throwing at this guy, right? I mean, he had three touchdowns in the first half today. Just as many touchdowns as Julio Jones had the entire 2017 season. Jones, 5 for 96. I don't want to read into this too much and I'll say Julio Jones is not going to be top five guy, but it's one game. Ridley looked great. Jones is going to be fine. There's no, If you're a Jones owner, I know you might be freaking out a little bit that Ridley's overtaking him. That's not the case. Julio Jones is just a terrific wide receiver. Ridley, though, is going to probably be an option. I'm... I'm he looked good last week too, though, so I guess it's I'm I'm still I hesitate a little bit to throw him in my lineup, but I can definitely see, especially three wide receiver leagues, I'm th- definitely gonna throw Ridley in there next week. On the ground, Coleman only 15 for 33, not much going for him, two catches for 14 yards, but he gets the retouching the receiving touchdown to help out his day if he used him. For the Saints, Kamara, 16 carries, 66 yards, not much there. It's just a, it's a typical. Alvin Kamara running game. Didn't get the touchdowns, though, but he caught 15 balls for 124 yards. So in PPR, his numbers are just way up there. No touchdowns, which is usually Kamara at least gets one, but he made up for it with the yards and receptions this time around. And Thomas just continues to pile on the catches. 10 for 129. Really, really good game for Thompson. Thomas, he's going to definitely well on his way to leading the league in receptions this year, and I think that's going to continue. They're just looking for him. Why not? Giants get the win over the Texans. Texans still can't get the win. 
Deshaun Watson had a good fantasy day. Can't lead his team to victory, though, but 385, two touchdowns. You know, he's good, good fantasy option. I just don't know if he's putting it all together to get the team victories right now. But Will Fuller, I, I got to say I'm probably wrong on this one. I've been hesitant on Fuller. I didn't know if he could continue what he did last year, but five, oh, five catches for 101 yards and a touchdown. Him and Watson definitely have a connection here. Hopkins, six for 86. Decent outing, but you would definitely want more. On the ground, though, Miller, 10 carries, 10 yards. Very disappointing outing there. Giants, Barkley looks great, 82 yards. Got a touchdown. Didn't get the catches like last week, but still had five for 35. Beckham, nine catches, 109 yards. Kind of very similar to week one, but still not getting in the end zone. Hopefully that changes next week. Start looking for him. Shepard was able to get a touchdown catch. Ellison was able to get a touchdown catch as well for the Giants this week. So Shepard, solid week, but you hope to see Beckham get in the end zone week four. Probably the biggest surprise, it has to be easily the biggest surprise of the week, Buffalo 27, Vikings 6. Buffalo came into this game as 17-point underdogs. That spread was just ridiculous, but they'd been Buffalo had been terrible. Vikings have been a very good team here. And this is just, this just was, I don't, even know what, I don't even know what to say about this one. No, Sean McCoy for Buffalo, that didn't matter. Ivory had 20 carries for 56 yards. Didn't even look very good on the ground, but he also had three catches for 70. He had one big reception that boosted his number. So if you used him, he became a solid player. Josh Allen, only 196 yards throwing. One touchdown there, but two rushing touchdowns. I, I liked what I saw from Josh Allen. I did not expect to see that from him at all. Calvin Benjamin, though, is continuing his disappointing season. Three for 29, dropped an easy pass there at the goal line. Yeah, not usable for me. I'm just staying away from him. Probably, I, if you want to drop him, drop him. I'm just not impressed with him. Kirk Cousins, now, this was extremely disappointing game. He threw the pick, had two fumbles, killed you there. And he was in negative points uh, until the fourth quarter, which at least he got the touchdown. 40 for 55, 296. Adam Thielen, though, had a really nice outing, especially for PPR point scoring with 14 catches, 105 yards. Rudolph got a touchdown like he seems to do, 5 for 48. Diggs, only four catches, 17 yards. Not what you would have expected from the Vikings in that Bills matchup. You're, this should have been just a big, big game for you. For any Vikings owner, it just, I don't, I don't even, I'm at a loss for words with this one. And Latavius Murray, another one. This was two, two. Just two rushes for one yard. This should have been a huge game. Without Cook there, I was suggesting, I told people to put Murray in their lineup. It was easy. It should have been an easy game for him. Vikings should have been going up, run the ball with Murray 20, 25 times, and it just didn't happen. I, I'm i at a loss for words with that. Miami gets the win over Oakland 28-20. Tannehill looked pretty good. 289 yards, three touchdowns. Kenyon Drake, five rushes, three yards, two catches, seven yards. Not sure what this even says. I'm not going to freak out too much, but if you're a Drake owner, yeah, you're definitely a little bit worried here. Hopefully they'll use him a little bit more, but I mean, they got the win doing it the way they did. The ball was spread out a lot though. No receiver had more than three catches. You had three guys with Getting the three catches, Stills, Amendola, Gusecki, two from Wilson, Grant, Parker, and Drake, one for Derby. Spread the ball out. Stills did get the touchdown catch, so and as well did Albert Wilson. 
who also threw one to to Jakeem Grant, who caught two. So I don't know three three no Miami Dolphins, but fantasy wise, no reliable option yet for Oakland. Three hundred and forty five yards passing for Carr, one touchdown, but did throw two picks. Jordy Nelson looked really good with six for one seventy three and a touchdown. Cooper. Just went right back to what he had been doing. Two catches, 17 yards. I Man, he's... I can't keep ranking him up there. I don't think anybody can. You're going to... I don't care if you miss out on the big weeks at this point. It's just... There's so much of this disappointment from Cooper. I have a hard time starting the guy. If you... It, basically, next big game from Amari Cooper, trade him away. I don't... I wouldn't want the headache. It's too much. It's... You just can't get anything going. On the ground, Lynch, 64 yards and a touchdown. Decent outing again for Marshawn Lynch. He continues to be relatively decent running back to flex type option. Another, you know, odd score and didn't really see this one coming. The Titans win 9-6 to over the Jaguars. No touchdowns on this one. Tennessee, Mariota came in after Gabbert got knocked out, so he only had 100 yards passing. No touchdowns. Henry led the Led the Titans with rushing with 18 carries for 57. Lewis wasn't as, as involved this week. 26 yards rushing, 14 receiving. Corey Davis only two for 34 receiving. But the Titans get the win, I guess. So <laughs> just there's no fantasy output in this game, though. Bortles 155 and no touchdowns. Yeldon 44 yards re- rushing, 46 yards receiving. So I guess if you used him, you're it's not a big outing, but you're you know it's okay. You didn't didn't hurt you very much. Yeah, just not much to talk about between those two. Kansas City gets the 38-27 win over Garoppolo. Looks like Garoppolo went out with an ACL injury. Definitely disappointment. He was looking pretty pretty decent in this one with 251 and two touchdowns, but looks like he's going to be lost for the year now. We'll see if they go with C.J. Bethard or to try to find another option somewhere else. Matt Breda led the team in rushing with 90 yards. Morris had more carries, 14 for 67 and a touchdown. Kittle, 5 for 79. Goodwin, 3 for 30 and a touchdown, but... Well, Garoppolo kind of puts a damper on the expectations for anyone in this offense. Kansas City continues to roll. Pat Mahomes, 314, three touchdowns. He continues to get it done. Kareem Hunt, 18 for 44. Didn't look great there, but he got the two rushing touchdowns. They're not going away from him. So yards of carry not, might not be great. He might not have amazing games, but if he's going to be the goal line guy and get the carries, you'll be fine there. Sammy Watkins caught a touchdown, 5 for 55. They did use him again in the running game, two carries for 20 yards, doing those end of rounds with him, which is good. They just want to get the ball in his hands. So you can definitely probably slot him in as a like a wide receiver three flex type option right now. And I think they're going to continue to try to get the ball in his hands. Hill only two for 51. You're going to get this sometimes with Hill. He's going to be kind of, he's going to have these huge weeks. He's going to fall back down a little bit like this, like he did here. No, no worries. You're starting him every week. Travis Kelsey, 8 for 114. You know, he's wants to be that tight end one this year, and he's on his way there if he continues this. And then the final game to go over today, Denver-Baltimore. Baltimore gets the 27-14 win. Alex Collins, 18 carries, 68 yards, and a touchdown. Look decent, but not spectacular yet. Uh, Buck Allen was able to get two touchdowns, though, again. One rushing. One receiving, he just he can't he can't do anything on the ground. Six for seven. This is typical of what he does, but he's been getting touchdowns every week. He's again the funny thing is Alex Collins for the third straight week 
is not the leading scorer on his team as a running back, which is crazy to think. But if you're using him again this week, yeah, it's fine. Crabtree, 7 for 61. John Brown looked good again, 5 for 86. And Willie Sneed, 3 for 39. On the Denver side of things, Philip Lindsay gets himself thrown out of the game for throwing a punch. So don't really know what he would have done. Four carries, 20 yards, no catches for him. Freeman then was able to lead the team in rushing with 13 carries, 53 yards, got a touchdown out of it. Emmanuel Sanders actually was able to run one in as well on an end around 35 yards. He caught five for 38. Thomas, five for 63. Really, not much else going on there. That's pretty much it for week three. Bunch of interesting outputs here. We got one more game tonight, Monday night. Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay. Hopefully we get a shootout on this one. I want to see some big scores between these two. Fitzpatrick, hopefully he can keep it up. It's been a fun story, so I'd like to see what he can do. But that'll do it for week three reaction. I'll be back. Another solo show tomorrow night. Jeff will be back maybe for the rankings edition. We'll see. For sure, back on Thursday for Jeff. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.